everybody. Welcome to Points of Articulation, episode 133. I'm your host, Justin Chang, and with me is Phil Theobald. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Going great. How are you? Yeah. So-so. So-so? So-so. Why just so-so? Eh, you know, just working. Working. Working hard or hardly working. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Working hard for the weekend. Yeah. You know yeah. Everybody is working for the weekend. Uh, I'm all like, you want it when? <laughs> Hang in there, baby. <laughs> Hang in there, baby. Yeah, how are things? Uh, we saw each other this past weekend. We did. We did. We, uh... Hung out. We went to the what's it? What's it? The San Jose Super Toy Show. Is that the actual name of it? Yep. That is a generic butt name for it's very accurate. Well, it is. It was a super toy show. It was a little, a little toy show. Yeah. You go there. You buy uh, buy old toys. There's then there were a lot of old toys. A lot of old toys. Did uh, well. We'll talk about that later. About what we. What we bought at the show, but it was fun. That was my first uh, time going to the little San Jose Super Toy Show, mm-hmm. which you've been to a few times, right? Yeah, I've gone pretty regularly the last couple of years. Okay. Uh, I'll be going again at their summer show. Okay. And I will probably go to their fall show, but I'm not oh. sure yet. They have, what, four a year then? Is it? Like uh, a... They usually have two a year. This year they're doing three. Oh, okay. Well, let me know. Maybe, mayhaps I shall join you. Good. For the for the next round, yeah. If uh, if you'll invite me along, I know I made quite a scene at this one. Yeah, I embarrassed mean, you. You were just stealing from all the booths. And... Well, you know, I figure five finger discount is the way to go. And no one, there was no signs at the door that said pants were mandatory. Yeah, that's true. I think uh, next time they will put that sign up, though. Who would stop the pantsless thief? Was my logic, <laughs> you know. But alas, I didn't steal. Don't don't steal. Don't steal. Folks. Yeah. Don't. Well, I mean, I mean, if you can get away with stealing at a at a, at a convention show or something, yeah, go for it. I mean, <laughs> just don't steal from like big box retailers. They they need the business. Uh, but yeah, it was fun. Does this does this sound like I'm promoting shoplifting? I'm just joking, folks. Don't 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 shoplift. Did you see that NeoGAF thread about uh? There's some community that's all about shoplifting. I, it was like a Tumblr community, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. I <laughs> did see that. Someone someone posted on the NeoGAF uh, that there is a pain. Well, I mean, it's Tumblr. I guess there's Tumblr communities for just about everything. Right. Uh, but there is apparently a a pretty big Tumblr community for people who are, like, way into shoplifting and, like go on there and ask for tips and advice and to show off all the things that they have stolen. And it's just weird and sad. It's just really gross. It's, it's definitely gross is a good word for it because they treat it like it's just like a, like a, like a thing that everyone does. It's really weird, dude. Yeah. There's man, there's, there's, it's a lot of weirdos in this world, and the internet gives them a way to find each other. It's true. You know? So. For better or worse. 
Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that's it's weird. You know what else is on the internet? What's on the internet? Captain America Civil War trailer. Ugh. Yeah. Looks really good. I guess. IMO. I guess. If you're... I don't know. I'm kind of uh, sick of superhero movies, and this did nothing to excite me. There was not a single thing... Not a single moment in that trailer when I was like, whoa, you know, nothing. Yeah. Nothing got my blood pumping. Nothing <laughs> nothing made me sit up and take notice at all. At all. In fact, I was so bored I turned it off about uh, about four-fifths of the way through the trailer because it just looked like the same old, same old. Yeah. I mean, what's the difference between that and Batman v Superman? Exactly. It's just superheroes yeah. fighting superheroes. Yep. Didn't even bother watching the trailer all the way to the end. I just turned it right off. Turned it right off. I mean, that's Did, smart. Didn't see the end of the trailer. That's. I mean, why waste your time? Right? Yeah, yeah. I got better things to do, so I went and loaded up the Batman v Superman trailer again and watched that. That uh, Jesse Facebook is going to be a hoot and a holler. Let me tell you. <laughs> Civil War looks really good. And that little bit at the end was that really little snippet. Awesome. I don't want to. Spo- I'm not going to spoil it. But. But the well, entire I, I, internet has already talked about it. That's true. I will I will go ahead and spoil it. So at the very end, Sam Jackson shows up and says, Captain America and Iron Man, I know you guys are fighting, but I want to talk to you about the Avengers initiative. And he's recruiting them to join a band of superheroes called the Avengers. So it sounds like the next movie is going to have a bunch of superheroes in it, and it's going to be the Avengers. Right. So I'm pretty excited about that. We're going to get to see all of our favorite superheroes on screen. Uh, we're going to have the the Iron Man, uh, Captain America, uh, Deadpool, uh, Batman v Superman, of course, and uh, and the Tick, the live action Tick. Right. They're all going to be in the Avengers coming soon. Thank you, thank you, Sam Jackson, for setting that up for us. Spider-Man. Did you just spoil it? It's Spider-Man. It's Spider. Holy crap, dude. <laughs> Holy crap, dude. Holy crap, dude. That was outstanding. And it was just like, it's just such a quick little thing. And it was so perfect and just so like, just cool, iconic looking. I'm very excited. And I love how Iron Man calls him Underoos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm very pleased. I'm very excited about this. Yeah, I got my tickets uh, earlier oh, did today. You, you bought your tickets already. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. That opens uh, what day? Uh, May 6th. May 6th. Okay. May the 6th be with you. May the May the 6th may be with uh, Spidey. Uh, Re- Revenge of the 6th. Mm, you're, you're straining for him now. Yeah. The, the, I'm I'm trying. Now will this year will it be the fourth awakens? Uh sure. Will they, will they say that? The fourth the fourth awakens. I mean yeah, let's just make that a thing. Yeah, let's do it. And then you could do it every day of the month. The fourth awakens. The third awakens. So yeah. I'm all hyped up for Civil War though. Gonna be good, good, good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Civil War, uh-huh. 
there's a rumor that there's a un- yet unannounced uh, Lego set mm. for Civil War. Uh, right now, there are three sets out. Okay, what do we got? We got the 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 jet one that has Black Panther in it, right? Yep. There's the jet with Black Panther. There's the the crossbones mm-hmm. uh, Jeep that comes with what Falcon and Black Widow, right? Yep. And and crossbones, who we saw briefly in the trailer. Yeah, we saw crossbones just for a, a quick flash in the trailer. Uh, in his in his outfit, you know. Because he he was in Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. of course, but he wasn't he wasn't all costumed up. No, he was just a regular dude, just a dude. And then, of course, we have the uh, the airport battle. Yes, with Giant Man. So there's a fourth set, a eh? supposedly. Okay, uh, and it was supposedly being kept under wraps because of Spider Man. Yeah, as as you would expect, Spider Man's going to be in the set. Most uh, is that confirmed that Spider Man's in the set? It's not confirmed that there is a set. Okay, but rumor has it there is a set, and Spider Man will probably, which makes sense. Yeah, I mean you're not going to have a new, you know, big deal Marvel Cinematic Universe movie with Spider Man in it, and not have a Lego set with him in it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yep. Spoilers for stuff we got, but I did get that airport battle set. Oh, did you? Okay. Now, is it is it double VIP right now? Yes, it is, and that's the reason oh. I bought it now. When uh, when does double P- VIP end? March twenty second. Okay. So okay, you got some time. Okay, so I got about a week and a half to to go get that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think I had mentioned earlier that I would get that set. When it was double VIP, and then as it happens, the double VIP was like the next week. Yeah, yeah. So very cool. Yeah, I'll have to uh, pick it up. We'll, that, we'll talk. That set mm-hmm. is a uh, sticker palooza. <laughs> That's a shame. That's a shame. But we'll talk about that when we get to uh, what you've been buying. Yeah, we can uh, we can move on to another topic. Uh, let's talk about Transformers stuff. Uh, let's talk about Fun Pub. Oh man, Fun Every, Publications, everyone's favorite operators of the Transformers Collectors Club. Mm-hmm. If you like your exclusive Transformers figures with a dash of incompetence and racism. <laughs> yeah. So FunPub sent out an email for BotCon folks. Yes. Uh, basically saying that Scott McNeil is not going to be there, but they got Greg Berger. Uh, yes. Be at BotCon. Cool. Then at, at the end of this uh, email, <laughs> uh, I'll, just, I'll just read it. How about yeah. that? Go ahead. Uh, I, I have something to say about this, but re- yeah, just read it. I'll just read it first. and Yeah, read read it verbatim. This is exactly what the email says. Uh, please note that March 16th is the last day you can join the Transformers Collectors Club. If you're interested in receiving the discounts for BotCon, the 2016 free membership incentive figure, and or purchasing the TFSS 5.0 to be revealed in full at BotCon 2016, you will need to be an active member as of March 16th. 
All memberships will end December 31, 2016. Hasbro looks forward to sharing new plans for the Collectors Club with you in the future. We appreciate your support over the last 12 years and wish the brand well in their new endeavors. So basically what they are saying is they are confirming the rumors that were going around that they have lost the license. Yes. They are no longer, Fun Pub is no longer, as of 2017, involved in any way with the Transformers Collectors Club. Correct. Which seems like pretty big news. Yes. This is going to be their last BotCon that they're organizing. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the last year of their version of the Collectors Club. This is going to be their last free incentive figure. This is going to be their last subscription service plan. Mm-hmm. And they announced this by cramming a somewhat vaguely worded couple of sentences at the bottom of an email where they spend a few paragraphs talking about who is going to be guesting at BotCon. Yes. That particular announcement does not warrant its own email, (laughs) nor does it warrant something that is more definitely worded. It's just, you know, the, the whole kind of, you know, oh, it's your last, this is the last day to join the, the collector's club. Oh, the memberships end on this date. I mean, that's, that could all be interpreted as just standard run of the mill fan club procedure, right? Yeah. I mean, there's nothing in there that really says, I mean, I guess it, it says, you know, Hasbro looks forward to sharing new plans for the collector's club with you in the future, but even that could be interpreted as just, I mean, if fun pub is loosely associated with Hasbro to begin with, obviously Hasbro has some hand in the club, right? Mm-hmm. Just, you know, at the very least, the manufacturing of the figures. And we appreciate your support over the, the last 12 years. Okay. That's, we wish the brand well in their new endeavors. Okay. That's kind of, you know, that's, that is, is, is really can only be read as we are no longer associated with it, but it's, it's still, that's, that's, that's one sort of vaguely phrased half of a <laughs> sentence. I mean, it's the, oh, as a wrestling fan, there's this, thing called future endeavoring it's when they release a wrestler they say we wish them on their future endeavors right this is a future endeavoring moment ah yes so i knew right away what this was all about yeah yeah i mean i I guess i can see why they wouldn't want to just come out and say we're no longer going to be part of it just because that makes them sound bad which is par for the course for fun pub right where they will jump through all sorts of hoops to get around saying anything that could be possibly construed as slightly negative against them. Of course. The whole, every time there's some sort of manufacturing error, it's never their fault. Anytime there's some sort of shipping delay or shipping errors, it's never their fault. It's always the manufacturer. It's always the distributors. It's always the the shipping services. So now it's just kind of like, oh, hey, 
bummer this one guest that we had planned isn't going to be able to be here but hey we got this other guy coming and you know he was grimlock and that's pretty cool and that also by the way we're not really doing the club anymore hey <laughs> we really look forward to seeing everyone at BotCon 2016 yeah i mean if anything they should be hyping this up as the final BotCon. yeah yeah so Although, you know, maybe maybe they can't hype it as the final BotCon. Maybe Hasbro's telling them they can't do that. Because, you know, I'm sure Hasbro has plans in place for what they're going to do afterwards. So it might not, you know, it might not be the final BotCon. Well, it could be their final BotCon. Yeah, but I, I could see Hasbro telling them, no, you can't advertise this as any sort of final BotCon. You know what I mean? I guess so. Yeah, but I, it's it still seems a little weird that they weren't a, a, well. Okay, it would be weird that they weren't more transparent if it wasn't a company besides Fun Pub. I guess is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know, if it was any other company with a little more integrity or a little better run, they would probably be a little more transparent. And upfront about the news that they are no longer the license holder for the official club. But given Fun Pub's kind of shaky past, I guess this doesn't really surprise me. Right. So, whatever. Fully <laughs> on them. Good rinse, bad rubbish, and all that. Uh, yeah, but it makes me wonder about the figure subscription service 5.0, whether that will actually be fulfilled. <laughs> Yeah, that's also true. I mean, it was spotty enough when it was it was actually a real service and and you know with full support. So, is this going to be something where they put out one or two of the figures and then we never see any of the rest? Yeah, or or if there are QC problems, are you going to be able to get replacements? Oh yeah, that's true. I mean, there are always QC errors. So. Yes, there are. Yes, there are. So, and yeah, what what uh, we have the because they announced a couple of the final, well, what is now the final year mm-hmm. figures. We have the the Oil Master Pretender repaint into Optimus Prime, right? Yeah. Okay, and then what's the other ones that they? Uh, Paradron Medic. That's right, out of RC. And there was one more, wasn't there? I don't recall. Yeah, maybe there wasn't. Maybe I'm imagining it. But, um, yeah. Interesting stuff. Yep. I guess not terribly unexpected, but, uh, certainly interesting. It's a shame their final bot concept is so uninteresting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right. Uh, Although, yeah. I'm glad What's they that? didn't end it with shattered glass. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, that would have been. It would have been perfect had they done yeah. it. <laughs> Just kind of a go figure. Go figure. Yeah, at least yeah. At least they're not ending it that way. But ugh, whatever. Uh moving on. Yes. Uh new Transformers Masterpiece toy was revealed. Oh, uh, Transformers Masterpiece MP31 Delta Magnus. Delta Magnus. What is a Delta Magnus? It is a redeco of the Masterpiece Ultra Magnus toy. 
Mm-hmm. In diaclone color. Oh. Oh, boy. Yes, I was very excited to see this. I would imagine. As I have been collecting the Masterpiece Diaclone-style uh, toys. Yes. Uh, and then I saw the pre-order prices on places like Big Bad Toy Store and TF Source. Oh, do I want to know? Uh, $189.99. <sighs> So two hundred bones for this guy. Yeah, not uh, not gonna do it. No. Wow, I thought you were a fan. Uh, not that big of a fan. And here I thought you were cool. <laughs> uh, I can see that. That's I mean that's pretty cool looking. This is the uh, red and blue version of Ultra Magnus. Mm-hmm. Primarily blue with what like red arms. Red arms, red head. Yeah, that's true. He's a ginger. If you like your Ultra Magnus ginger. I do. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty cool looking. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And I've heard very good things about the uh, Masterpiece Ultra Magnus, but... Oh, yeah? But, uh, yeah, just... uh, It's too rich for my blood. Yeah, I don't uh, blame you. Pretty cool, though. Pretty darned cool. Yep. Uh, I mean, you know, they had to do something with that mold. Oh, well, yeah. No, this is, it's an obvious choice. So, does not surprise me. So, pretty cool, though. Uh, there are some alternate faces where it has the uh, bigger eyes. Hmm. So, it's more like the cartoon. Oh, okay. It's kind of cool. And, uh, it comes with a human driver. And, oh, okay. And it's, uh, Marissa Fairborn. Oh, nice. That's pretty cool. So lots of neat stuff about this. Yeah. Uh, The price, not so much. (laughs) Everything but how much it costs is fantastic. Yep. Nice. Exactly. Yep. Uh, Last bit of Transformers news. Yeah. Uh, Combiner Wars. There's there's another combiner coming. Ah, what do we have? Computron. Oh, nice. Now, this was rumored for a while. Yes, yes. I mean, it was pretty obvious that they were going to do Computron. Yeah. Uh, But now we get a look at Computron. Nice. So what do we see here? Uh, Scattershot. Yep. Which is the core, the big leader of the, the team is a... Now he he's is he out in some stores already? There is a version of Scattershot, but this one will have a better uh paint job. Nice, nice. And he's a, a remold of uh of of uh, Silverbolt. Yes. Yes. Voyager Silverbolt. Yes. So looks like we got a is that a new head on him? Um, I don't know. I don't have the, the, uh, superhero yeah. toy, so. I don't, I can't, I, that, that might be? I don't know. So Strafe is an aerial bot? Retool? Or just a repaint? Looks like he's got some extra guns there, huh? Yeah. I don't know if that's a really retool, though. I don't yeah. Know. It's just... hard to tell from this image. Yeah, because he's, he's in combined mode, so. But, um, yeah, because uh, Strafe was, was a kind of Cybertronian jet. And uh, it had a kind of the very sort of defining characteristic of his vehicle mode was these two laser guns protruding from the front of him. 
So I guess they're replicating that. I sure. guess. Okay. Why not? Yeah, and they've got a uh, what is it? Legends toy strapped to them. Yeah. Well, it looks like um, it looks like uh, wait, you know what? There's a there's a Legends toy, and then uh, you know how the the there's been those batches of Legends toys that have come with the tiny little Target Masters as well. Mm-hmm. So he's got both of those. It looks like uh, Legends Cosmos, uh, painted yellow. Which, if you heard the rumors of who that's supposed to be? Supposed to be Scrounge. Supposed to be Scrounge. Which is amazing. Nobody knows who Scrounge is. No, it's a very obscure reference. Scrounge is a character who only appeared in one issue? Maybe two issues? Of the old G1 Marvel comic back in the the mid 80s mid to late 80s and he was a just a little random character who lived on Cybertron he was buddies with Blaster and he was just this wimpy little like a, an Autobot spy and he was just this, this scrawny little guy and he he could turn into a wheel and roll around <laughs> and he had a a special finger. There's there are none other like it, which I believe is the actual line from the comic when he is describing his special ability. My special finger. There are none other like it. <laughs> he exclaimed. Uh, and his his special finger uh, uh, had a microphone in it, and it could uh, move independently on a little kind of snake like wire. So he would have his little fingertips snake through air vents and things so he could spy on the Decepticons. And then he was caught by a Decepticon villain who ripped off his arm. <laughs> which which I think maybe when he yelled out my special arm, there is <laughs> there, there are none other like it. I mean, that's his one thing. <laughs> that's his thing. It's the only thing that makes him somewhat useful. And even then, that's... It's not really that useful <laughs> because you got to find an air vent to kind of s- sneak your finger through. <laughs> just doesn't make much sense. But the fact that they are and and then he ends up dying. Yes, I think they they throw him into a giant uh, pit of molten steel and and he dies. And it's very uh, sad. It's very well. It's just it's it motivates Blaster to to uh, to fight harder and save the day. But uh, the fact that they are giving this ridiculous character his own toy is amazing. And I'm very pleased by that. So I'm not saying the set is because it's going to be sold as a set, right? right. It's right. like $100 set or whatever. I'm not saying it's worth buying just for the, the scrounge figure. But it's kind of worth buying but, for the scrounge figure. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. And so they that's are coming out with a new blaster. Oh, that's true. That's true. We're getting the leader class blaster. Mm-hmm. So you can have them uh, be buddies. It's perfect. See, it's 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 like poetry. Rhymes. Who else we got? We got Nose Cone. Is that the drill tank's name? Yes. Nose Cone is a slight retool of the Combaticon Brawl. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks actually just pretty much looks like Brawl, except the... Uh, What's what's that top part of the tank called? 
Mm, I don't remember. I mean, you have the you have the main body of the tank with the treads, and then you have the 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 sort of part that swivels around that the turret is attached to. I'm sure there's a name for that part of the tank. But anyway, that part got remolded. Yeah, and it's well, it's, it's all yellow now, and instead of having the standard gun turret, it has a uh, a, a drill. Mm-hmm. So he's a drill tank. Um, you know what's a good of, game? Drill Dozer. That? Oh, I agree. Drill Dozer for for GBA. Mm-hmm. Fantastic game. It's a game freak. That's a game freak game. Yes, it is. Pokemon people. They made a an outstanding little uh, platformer. Now they're doing a uh, solitaire horse racing game. Oh yeah, that's true. That was was that was that on the Nintendo Direct? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. I'll look into that. That'll probably be fun. Um, Nosecone wasn't originally green, was he? I don't remember him being green. Yeah. Uh, I remember the Technobots kind of being a uniform color scheme. Yeah, the kind of red and orange and white. Yeah. So they have this sort of like green leg. Looks a little weird, but I don't know, whatever. Uh, Lightspeed is the car of the group. He just looks to be a Stunticon repaint. And he's got a shotgun on his side. Yes. Because there's nothing more technological than a shotgun. <laughs> exactly. And then uh, Afterburner, who in the old G1 days was essentially like a Tron light cycle. Is this a is this is this a remold of Groove? It might be. As I I mean it looks like he turns into a two-wheeled vehicle. Yeah. Right? I mean that's got to be a retool of the Japanese only protect about groove toy, which is cool. Yeah, that we're getting him. He's got a uh, the the front of the motorcycle is, looks to be remolded to give him that kind of futuristic light cycle appearance. But okay, that's cool. And he's got new uh, arms and legs, or not arms and legs, but hands and feet. Yeah, it's not the standard. Uh, uh, Combiner Wars foot that can also transform into a hand. Mm-hmm. He's got uh, very separate hand pieces and very separate uh, big chunky foot pieces that have uh, ankle swivels on them. Yeah, I really like those. Which is great. I actually so, really like the look of this toy in general. I do too. I will be buying this. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. So hopefully he is readily available uh, at some point in the nearest future. And you can have uh, Grimlock hang out with him. Grimlock created the Technobots. That is correct. In the G1 days. Look at, see? You thought you could sneak that past me. No, I was hoping you'd pick up on it. Ah. There was an episode of the old G1 show where uh, Grimlock became super intelligent. Because Grimlock in the cartoon was kind of a, a dim bulb. Mm-hmm. I forget the circumstances behind it, but he became super intelligent. And he, during his his uh, wave of intellectualism, he used his smarts to create a new combiner team. And then if I remember correctly, he transferred all his brain power into them. Yeah. At the end, in order to make them super smart, and he got to be dumb again. Yeah, you, you have to go back to the status quo. You can't well, have obviously. smart Grimlock running around. No, no. You, you know how much chaos that would cause? My goodness. 
Although, I mean, the old G1 show was stupid. It's really, really dumb. And it's really not good when you go back and look at it. But there is one, one bit of that episode in particular that still cracks me up is, is, uh, you know, Grimlock had the very noticeable, very memorable, uh, vocal tick where he would always refer to himself as me, Grimlock. But, uh, once he gained his super intelligence, he would always refer to himself as I, Grimlock. Which I thought was very cute and very funny. Mm-hmm. I Grimlock because he's smart. You see, he still has his little vocal tick, but I Grimlock. It was cute. <laughs> and then, like flowers for Algernon, he lost his <laughs> intelligence. It, it was. It was just a big flowers for Algernon metaphor that episode. <laughs> oh man, nice. I haven't flower. I have not read Flowers for Algernon in a long time. Uh, me neither. It, it yeah. was sometime in high school, probably. Yeah, I think I read it in middle school. I read it in middle school as well, but the last time but I you, read it was in oh, high school. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, yeah, I'll get uh, I'll get Computron. Yeah, me too. Word. I wish he had a different gun. Uh, that's very distinctly and yeah, superior gun. Yeah. Yes, it is. Well, some someone will make it. Some some third party company will make a Computron uh, gun. Although, actually, you know, I bet the G one gun will probably fit into uh, Computron's hands. Oh yeah, good point. Because I know uh, uh, what was it? F- uh, the standard holes are five millimeter holes. Yep. And uh, I know G one. Bruticus, uh, Bruticus's G1 gun has a five millimeter peg. Oh, nice! So you can, you know, you can, if you can buy, a, just go on eBay and get a a G1 Bruticus gun for you know ten bucks and give it to uh, your modern Bruticus. So there you go. Uh, yeah, I definitely dig this uh, Computron though. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Uh, last thing, mm-hmm. uh, NECA, uh, there's images of their upcoming Godzilla toy. Ooh. Uh, it's Godzilla from perhaps the best Godzilla movie. Which one is that? Godzilla, Mothra, and King Ghidorah. Giant, giant monsters. monsters all, all out attack. attack. Yes. Yes, that is a great movie. It is a very good movie. And hey, this toy looks awesome. I know you've been in a Godzilla mood because your uh, son is really into Godzilla. Now. My son is way into Godzilla right now. Thanks to the, and thanks to the PS4 game. I, he still has not seen a Godzilla movie. Hmm. He still has not seen the movie. And I, I've been hesitant to show him one because as I think we may have talked about it on the show before, uh, Godzilla movies, you know, 90 minutes, maybe 15 minutes of Godzilla. It's true. You know, it's mostly just scientists and army guys talking to each other. Uh, show them the Roland Emmerich one. It's packed wall-to-wall action. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, you know, he's a huge Matthew Broderick fan. Anyway. Oh, there so, you go. You know, we watched Ferris Bueller. We watched Election. And he's he's really, really into the... Yeah, I haven't shown him Inspector Gadget yet. Because, you know, you show him Inspector Gadget, that's a gateway to showing him a French Stewart movie. You, you don't want to risk that. Yeah. But, 
It's a nice looking gun. It's 12 inches, huh? 12 inches head to tail. Okay. Okay. Uh, six inches tall. Okay. Not bad. Not a bad looking toy. Looks very poseable. Yeah, it's got a ton of ton of joints on it there. Looks like uh, knee joints, uh, hip joints. Uh, let's see, shoulder joints, uh, wrist joints. Looks like his jaw is articulated, maybe. And then, uh, like, two neck joints as well. This toy might actually be too nice for my kid. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds terrible. And then, yeah, it looks like he's got a couple multi-joints in his tail, too. Yep. But, uh, you know, they're, they're, I mean, my kid's four, for crying out loud. You don't, you know. You don't give a four-year-old a toy that's this this many joints and stuff, because it's going to end up popping apart and things like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But are you so, going to pick it up? I don't know. Maybe. I might. He's he's really nice looking. It's a very nice looking Godzilla. <laughs> It'll uh, depend on the price. I imagine like, you know, 25 Yeah, that's probably about right. Of course, the problem with me picking it up is that, you know, Finn will want to play with it constantly. <laughs> he will see, he'll see it up on a shelf and, Ooh, daddy, can I see your Godzilla? And then what do you, what do you say? No, no, this is daddy's Godzilla. Go play with your own Godzilla. Go play with your less nice Godzilla. <laughs> this one's her daddy. <laughs> this is the one we, this is the one, this is the toy we don't touch. This is the toy we don't play with. Ugh. Terrible, terrible father. I gotta watch this movie again. I really like that movie. Yeah, it is a fun movie. It's a very fun movie. I have the Blu-ray. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it came out on Blu-ray a while ago with, uh, what's the other? Giant Monsters All Out Attack. What's the other movie on there? Oh, Godzilla Against Mechagodzilla. Hmm. Yes. Yes, the uh, the Godzilla Blu-rays uh, for the, the older movies tend to have, it's a, a two-movie set. So... I should get more of those. Yeah. Do I have, uh, let's, let's say, I know I have that one. I know I have that set. I think I may have gotten the set that has Tokyo SOS and Godzilla Final Wars on it. Mm. Just because. It's Final Wars, you know? It's Final Wars. You gotta have Final yeah. Wars. I, I, I like Tokyo SOS, too. I enjoyed that one as well. I don't recall too much about that one. Yeah. I saw it, but it, yeah, it's just, I don't right. remember much about it. Right. But uh, Tokyo or Godzilla Final Wars is, uh, I don't want to say it's good, but it's fun. It's fun, yeah. It's not a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a boss rush, basically. It's a Godzilla boss rush with a crappy ripoff Matrix thrown in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so not good, but fun. Yeah. Maybe your kid will like that one. It's got a lot I, of Godzilla actually, action. Jeez, yeah, now that, now that I think of it. Maybe this weekend I'll pop in Final Wars. We can watch that. That'll be cool. Yeah. There we go. Good job, Justin. You saved Christmas. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. What else? Uh, not much else uh, in the news. Well. Uh, we should just talk about stuff we got. How about that? Hey, okie dokie, artichokey. Uh, I'll go first. Okie doke. Uh, at the San Jose Super Toy Show, I picked up a couple things. Uh, when I go there, I usually look for Star Trek toys. 
Mm-hmm. They're usually pretty cheap, although this year they were kind of pricey. Huh. Um, I think the first time I started looking for uh, Playmates Star Trek toys, they were going for like a buck a piece uh, sealed. Uh, huh. But this, yeah, this time is the cheapest I could find was about three bucks, and a lot of them were like five to ten. But anyway, I picked up uh, three of them. Yeah. Because uh, there was a booth that was doing a deal. We bought three. It was like 10 bucks or something for three of them. Okay. Uh, I picked up uh, Khan, uh, Harry Kim from Voyager, and Kess from Voyager. Hmm. And uh, of note is on the card for Kess on a post-it note, it said, Kess with an exclamation point. <laughs> I don't know why it was on there. <laughs> why not? I, I could clearly see it was Kess. But... Yeah, yeah. Kess. Sure. Yeah. Kess. <laughs> hey, Kess. Maybe they put that there after the actress got arrested and they wanted to advertise that. I don't know. Uh, hmm. Um. So, yeah, pick those up. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I picked up the Lego Marvel Superheroes Superhero Airport Battle Set. Nice. Uh, this is one with Giant Man. Um, I have not put it together, but I have looked at the sticker sheet. And like I said, <laughs> there's a lot of stickers. Well, that, that Giant Man's pretty much held together with stickers, right? Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, it's unfortunate because I really hate stickers, but I really like that giant man. So yeah, that's what, the problem. What are you gonna do? Yeah, uh, I like how there's a little Ant Man as well. Uh, yeah, that was a really cool scene in the trailer. Oh yeah, Hawkeye yeah, the... shoots the arrows, and Ant Man's on one of them. Yeah, the the Ant Man Hawkeye arrow combo mm-hmm. that uh, apparently is a popular motif in the comics and animated appearances yep so pretty awesome they did it yes they did um while i was at the uh super toy show you showed me some of the uh star trek teenage Mutant ninja turtles oh yeah i did uh they were pretty pricey at the toy show uh but i still wanted to get those turtles um, I had been looking for them at the last couple of toy shows, actually, and they're always pretty pricey. Yeah. Uh, so I went on eBay, just looking around, and someone was selling all four of the turtles uh, for a pretty mm. good price. Uh, it's just like sixty bucks or something. Yeah. Uh, not bad. Yeah, not bad. Uh, at the toy show, they were selling each turtle for over twenty. So. Ooh. Uh, yeah. So I got all four of the uh, Star Trek turtles. Nice. So they're, for those who don't know, it's the four TMNT characters, and they're wearing old-school Starfleet uniforms. <laughs> because Playmates was desperate for ideas towards the end of that toy's run. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine with me. I like Star Trek. I like TMNT. There you go. It's like uh, peanut butter and chocolate. Yes. So you have Leonardo as Kirk. You have Donatello as Spock. You have Raphael as Bones. And you have Michelangelo as Scotty. Yep. So there you go. And Donatello's uh, one hand is even molded into a three-fingered Vulcan salute. Yep. So. (laughs) 
Amazing. Cause, cause if there's one thing we know about Bones is that he's cool but rude. <laughs> and Scotty is a party dude. Scott, well, you know, whenever there's someone passing out on the Enterprise with a bottle of booze in his hand, who is it? That's true. He exactly. And who's always there with a, a cutting, sarcastic remark? Usually aimed at Spock? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Right? So there you go. But Raph hates Leo more than he hates Donatello. Well, true. That's true. But what are you going to do? Make make Leonardo Spock? Come on. Well, that's weird that Donatello is Spock because Donatello does machines. Yeah, but, but Donatello is the smart one. Yeah. And Spock is the smart one. Right? But machines right? would be more engineering. Are you saying Scotty's not the smart one? Well, I'm not saying. But what do you have against Scotty now? I don't have anything against Scotty. Scotty's great, but Scotty is clearly the party dude. He's the one getting getting hammered. You know. I'm not really sold on this now. I don't know. I'm gonna throw these on the garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing but trash. Star Trek TMT was a mistake. Oh man! Uh, and oh, well, hey, real what's... quick, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not to, not to interrupt, but on the subject of of Ninja Turtles, you've you've seen the new Ninja Turtles cartoon, right? Uh, not the recent episodes, no. But I'm... but you but you've seen it though, the Nickelodeon one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you see what they're doing later this month? Yes, they're doing the big crossover mm-hmm. with uh, with the old uh, late '80s, uh, early '90s cartoon. Yeah, and they got the uh, voice actors back. Which is awesome. Although they Just, have one of the voice actors there all the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rob Paulson used to voice Raphael on the old G1 Turtles cartoon, and now he is Donatello. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting to see them talking yeah, to each yeah, other. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if they're going to make a crack about how they sound. Yeah, kind of similar. I mean, yeah that's an easy, easy and, reference to make. Yeah. So, yeah, they're going to have uh, the modern... Nickelodeon turtles uh, hanging out in the 2D animated uh, old school universe with uh, with their uh, uh, character models to to kind of match the old show, and then they'll have the old turtles come into the new CG universe with uh, you know big uh, big poofy rounded corner uh, character models for them. Yeah, it'll be like those S.H. Figuarts figures. Yeah, exactly. So, it's pretty awesome, actually. I'm I'm kind of looking forward to that. Yeah, I'll check it out. Like I said, I haven't watched any of the recent episodes, but I'll definitely check that one out. Yeah. Faux show. Um, and the last things I got were just random purchases because I like to waste money. Uh, Saban, who does the uh, Power Rangers stuff... Uh, mm-hmm. They also tried to bring Common Rider over uh, to the states in the mid nineties. Jeez, um, oh, yeah. It was called a show called Mast Rider, which yep. you know, makes sense. Common Rider means Mast Rider. Yep. Uh, so they took Common uh, Rider RX or R Cross. I can never figure that one out. And uh, they shot some new footage and all that. And uh, so I got some toys from the that American show, Master Rider. Nice. Uh, I got Master Rider himself, 
and uh, super gold with the super chopper. Hmm. Uh, yeah, like I, the, I don't know why about these toys. I, <laughs> because you like all those, all those uh, Japanese. I I I I want to say Super Sentai shows, but I don't know if that's like is is that Super Sentai is specifically Power Rangers. Okay, that's specifically one. Okay, is what's the is there a name for like this particular genre of live action? Uh, tokusatsu. Uh, okay. That means like special effects. I think. Okay. okay. Um. But yeah. Uh. Right now, there's a block, or not right now, but for a while now, there's a block of TV called Superhero Time. Mm-hmm. In Japan, which is Common Rider and uh, Super Sentai. Okay, but That's yeah, cool. I, I mean, I like those shows. I like Common Rider in general. Yeah. Uh, so why not get the toys for why not this terrible American version? <laughs> it still absolutely blows my mind that a Common Rider game was released for the Sega CD in the U.S. Yeah, blows my <laughs> mind. I guess it must have been. Just that sweet spot when they were trying to introduce that series to the U.S. And it was just, let's, the Sega CD's the hot new system. Let's bring this game over. And uh, I can't imagine anyone bought it because who knew what, what Common Rider was in the U.S.? <laughs> I bought it much later. But yeah. Yeah. At yeah. the time, no, I did not. Yeah. The Masked Rider... Common Rider Zio, Zio? is, the, is yeah. the name of uh, the the U.S. title for that particular game, and it's a it's a full motion video game, of course. Yep, Sega CD full motion video. That's what they're all about. Yeah, have you uh, have you played it? I have not. Um, I do want to get the Common Rider Zio figure mm. because it reminds me of the game. Okay, but no, I have not played the game. I'm going to read you the description of the game off the the back of the package. The product of a mad scientist's genetic engineering, the masked rider has become a superhero made of half man and half insect. As the masked rider, you must battle evil genetic mutants that would make even Godzilla run for cover. So there you go. Even Godzilla. Even Godzilla. That's no joke. And there are four screenshots with some captions. Your mission is to save young Hiroshi from the evil clutches and bad breath of Doras. <laughs> so. Something tells me that that game is still better than the Master Rider TV show. <laughs> and, it, and Sega published it. This wasn't even like some little company, some little rinky-dink company that, that put it out. This was a first-party Sega game. That's weird, dude. Yeah. That's really weird. But hey, why not? Yeah, video games were, it was a different time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway. Common Rider, they tried to bring it out again as a Common Rider Dragon Knight. Oh, really? A little while later. Huh. Uh, which was Common Rider Ryuki. Okay. Um, I didn't watch that show either. No. Uh, but yeah, there's a Wii game for that so there you go they try to bring common right over here and people are not really interested in the American <laughs> versions it's too bad that is too bad uh that's pretty much everything i got cool well uh after our show last week i ended up taking a trip to the lego store mm-hmm. 
Perfect timing, too, since it was right before uh, WVIP started. Uh, but I uh, picked up a few things. They had all their new stuff. Um, I picked up the uh, Lego DC superheroes, the Batman Gotham City Cycle Chase. Nice. Which you got as well, right? Yep. If I remember correctly. You get your Harley Quinn, your Deadshot, and a new Batman. Yep. Got them, uh, got them all put together. They're on their little... Uh, big wheel motorcycles. Uh, Harley's in her Canada bike with a giant hammer on it. So, you know, cute enough set. The, the bikes are whatever, mm-hmm. you know, it's, but, uh, uh, I will say the, the, uh, bikes are cooler little vehicles than the crossbones Jeep that I'm probably going to end up buying at some point for the minifigures. Right. But I, I wanted to have Deadshot. And I wanted to have a uh, Harley. So wanted to get those. Uh, I picked up the uh, all the new Lego Star Wars microfighters. Nice. You know, I I love the little microfighters. Uh, got the uh, ATDP, which uh, I believe is from Rebels. It's just like a little uh, two-legged Scout Walker vehicle. Uh, got the Wookie gunship. Comes with a, I don't know if it's supposed to be Chewbacca, but it comes with a little Wookiee dude to to fly around with it. Uh, the Tie Advanced Prototype, which is pretty great. Uh, the Resistance X-wing fighter from uh, from Force Awakens. That's the blue X-wings, and uh, the Ghost, which is the uh, the the good guys ship from Star Wars Rebels. Are you all caught up on Rebels? I am not. I'm a few episodes behind. There's Actually. one episode in particular that was pretty awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. the The last one I watched uh, was the one where what is uh, what's Zeb? Mm-hmm. Is that the 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 kind of Chewbacca dude in this show? Yes. Uh, the one where Zeb finds other people of his race. Okay, yeah, you're. And he uses his magic gun to fly through a space storm. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a not not particularly interesting episode. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah, so I think I'm maybe three or four episodes behind. I guess. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I need to I need to catch up. But yeah, I heard that there was a really good one somewhere in there. Yes. Okay. I, I won't say why it was good, but there is okay. a good one. Okay. Okay. I need to uh, I need to catch up. But yeah, all the uh, all these little micro fighters. I you know I've, I've talked about them before. I love them. They're fun little builds uh they are just the right size to be cute and chibi but still be actually entertaining builds and fun to just sort of have sit down at your desk and swoosh around or roll around and pretend they're shooting things so of the uh, current wave of micro fighters which one is your mm-hmm. favorite um probably either the uh the the uh, tie Advanced prototype or the ghost. Nice. Yeah, I would say those two are probably my my tops. Um, so and now, now you've got a Hera minifig. I do have the little Hera minifig, which is pretty great considering she's like the one good character on that show. Hmm. I like Kanan. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 a little bland. Come on, there's not much to him. You gotta read the comic, man. Oh yeah, I have not read the comic actually. Comic is pretty good. Is it actually? Yeah. Okay, cool. I believe uh, Greg Weissman is the writer of that comic. Uh, what else has he done? 
He's uh, he did the first season of Rebels. He's on Gargoyles. He's on oh, okay. a ton of really good stuff. Okay, I'll have to uh, I'll have to read those then. Because yeah, I have not. Uh, I'm actually pretty behind on all my Star Wars comics. I have not read a lot of those. Yeah, check out the Kanan comic. Okay, I definitely will. And oh, you know what? Uh, I will mention this. I actually pre-ordered this today. Um, there is uh, DK Publishing. Uh, that's the uh, uh, book publisher uh, run by uh, Donkey Kong. Right. Yes. Uh, DK Publishing puts out a ton of uh, really nice books, uh, a lot of times with kind of media tie-in sort of things. They do like all the uh, uh, like Star Wars visual dictionaries. I just picked uh, up the Star Trek visual dictionary myself. Oh, nice. Nice. And it's probably really nice, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, lots of great photography. They, uh, DK Publishing puts out, uh, pretty much all the big official fancy Lego books as well. Uh, any character encyclopedia or guides or anything that comes with an exclusive minifigure is put out by them. So, you know, they're, they're fun little, I mean, they're, they're, they're light, fluffy. I mean, they're, you know, they're pretty much kids' books, but, you know, they're, they have me a lot of, uh, really nice photography and and little factoids and things like that in them. Yeah, those uh, uh, visual dictionaries are really nice because they take pictures of the props. And I like yeah. looking at the props. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if, if uh, yeah, the Star Wars and I'm I'm assuming the Star Trek one is the same way, where it's just yeah, they get pretty, you know, pretty. Uh, it seems like unrestricted access to just sort of get in really close with all the the props and everything and get really nice pictures of them and stuff. Uh, but they are uh, putting out another. Uh, Lego Star Wars book comes out on August 2nd. Uh, it is currently up for pre-order on Amazon. It's called Lego Star Wars Build Your Own Adventure. Uh, did I say it's 25 bucks? I think I just said it's 25 bucks. Uh, but it is a, yeah, I have no idea what the contents of the book is going to be, but it comes with uh, a bunch of, uh, bricks. And a minifigure, and it's basically, uh, uh, you get to build a exclusive, uh, Star Wars microfighter. Hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, it's a little microfighter, uh, Y-Wing. So I totally pre-ordered that book today so I can get my little microfighter Y-Wing. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, let's see, what does it say here? Uh, build your own, uh, uh Organized into five chapters based on different planets. Readers will use their builds to break prisoners. Okay, so it's like a, it shows, I guess, to make little bunch of different models. And, uh, you know, obviously it's a kid's book, so you, there's a little storyline as you go through and, and build and deconstruct and build different models, that sort of thing. So, uh, you know, so if you, yeah, kids will enjoy it, but then if you just want a, exclusive microfighter Y-Wing. It's there for that, too. So, uh, what else did I get? Oh, speaking of little chibi-fied Lego vehicles, uh, the new line of Mighty Micros is out. These are the Marvel and DC two-packs. Uh, it's 10 bucks for a set, and you get two tiny little cars with little cartoony uh, minifigures of superheroes and supervillains. And I thought these looked kind of neat, so I figured I'd pick up a set. I chose to get the Marvel Superheroes 
uh, Hulk versus Ultron set. Just because the little Hulk minifigure looked very amusing and the little car he comes with has giant Hulk hands attached to it. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Hulk hands. Which I thought was pretty funny. Also, you really like James Spader's Ultron. Uh, How do you not like James Spader's anything? You know, when we were at the toy store, I saw the... No, wait, I didn't see a Spader-Man figure. You see a Robert Cop. I saw a Robert Cop. I did see Robert Cop too, but I did not see a Spader-Man there. But, uh, so yeah, I picked, I picked this up, put it together, and I have to say, I don't think I'm going to buy any more Mighty Micros. Ah, that's a shame. They seemed cool. They did, you know, they, they did. And, and again, I've ranted on so many times on this show how I love the Micro Fighters from Star Wars. I love the, uh, the cute little Mixel characters. So this seemed like something that would be right up my alley. Uh, but the, uh, the little vehicles are so small. I mean, they, they're like a Choro Q size. Hmm. I mean, they're tiny, which is fine, but they do not make for very interesting builds. Right. They're not that much fun to put together, you know, where the, the Star Wars microfighters are, they're small, but they're meaty enough where it's like, okay, I'm having fun constructing this thing. So they're not terribly fun to build. And because they're so small, they they seem just so kind of jam packed together, and by the time you you plug the little minifigure into it, it just it the the whole little vehicle just feels so cramped with all the little extra superheroy bits sticking out of it. It's just I it just didn't turn uh didn't turn my head. Hmm. I I just was not thrilled with the final package. So well, at least I, you only bought one. Yeah, exactly. I I just I dipped a toe and. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to bother with any more of them. Um, Does that uh, two-pack have stickers? That particular one did not. Okay. Wait. No. No, I don't believe it did. Because, yes, we were talking about this last week where uh, I believe it was the DC stuff that looked like it had the stickers. Uh, looked like the Marvel ones had stickers, like the Captain America. Oh, right, right, right. Yes, the yeah, that's right. the The DC ones looked like it did not have stickers. Uh, that one, yeah, I don't believe it did. I'd have to go get them and look at them, but I'm pretty sure that it did not. So, that was nice anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, just kind of little lackluster. Not too thrilled. Won't be buying anymore. More money for microfighters and mixels. There you go. Oh, and you know what else I, I did at the Lego store? I forgot to write this down on our little outline. I uh, ended up getting all the uh, Series 16 uh, minifigures. Oh, cool. Yeah, the uh, uh, Lego minifigures, uh, the new Series 16. I had found some of them uh, recently at uh, Toys R Us. And they had a a box of them at the uh, at the the Lego store. So I was kind of flipping through, feeling the bags for which uh, the last batches that I needed. And uh, I, I'm sorry, it's series fifteen. I said series sixteen. It's it's series fifteen is the the series that I was, I was flipping through. Uh, but yeah, I ended up uh, getting the whole run of them. So yeah. Shark guy, the queen, I finally got the queen with her giant dress. 
which is a it's a, a weird little uh you know, arch piece that forms her dress. Um, oh, and I got the little uh, fawn dude, the little uh, Mister Tumnus from uh, Lion Witch in the Wardrobe, with his uh, goofy uh, uh, double jointed legs. Right. Yes, but Which no, I, uh, no Turkish hmm. delight, huh? What's that? No Turkish delight. That's from I don't, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Because I don't, I don't remember. It's been a long time since Ed, I've read Ed, Edmund. He sold everyone out to get some. Oh, is that Turkish what it was? Delight. It's been a long time since I've read Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe. So I don't. I honestly don't remember much of it, other than kind of the basics. Turkish. What is Turkish delight? Uh it's kind of. Uh... Jelly-ish, jello-ish, uh, uh, candy. Oh, okay. Is it like a real candy that you can get? Yeah. Okay. It's not that great. <laughs> it's built up doing? a lot in that book, and then when uh, you try it for real, you're just kind of, eh, it's all right. <laughs> not worth selling out my family to get some. I will say this, his uh, legs are pretty easy to feel for in the package. So... If you're feeling one of those blind bags and you find a pair of legs and it feels like someone has taken the legs out and just started chewing on them and tossed them back in the package, you have uh, you have your little Mr. Tumnus there. So it's worth getting. Worth getting. Uh, the final thing I got, I actually got this today. Uh, and, and going back to talking about the... Uh, the uh the uh dk publishing books uh there is a new uh dk book uh called lego dc comics superheroes character encyclopedia and the uh like uh many of the uh dk books this one comes with an exclusive minifigure and this particular one comes with Pirate Batman, which is Batman, except he's a pirate. I was not expecting that. <laughs> he is. He's got uh, he's got kind of a bandolier across his chest. He's got a sash wrapped around his waist. Uh, he's got uh, he's got the new style Batman hood, but in blue. Instead of black, like the rest of them are, and he uh, comes with a mace, and he comes with a buccaneer sword for uh, for high seas havoc. Sure. So I picked this up, and you know what's what's interesting? This book is not due out for like another month. Hmm. This book is not due out. I'm looking at Amazon right now. It says it sh- uh, ships. It releases on April fifth. But I got it like a month early. Throw it up on YouTube. Uh, ooh, oh snap! I should monetize the bejeebers out of that, huh? Exactly. Holy cats! Well, you know how I got it. I got it uh, after Scholastic uh, Book Fair. Hmm. Scholastic Book Fair. I, as as you know, as as our listeners probably know, I am a school teacher at an elementary school. My son uh, attends the uh, uh, preschool 
uh, that is attached to the school at which I teach. And uh, his preschool is having a book fair this week. And one of the, they have a couple Lego centric books at the book fair and show enough, uh, they had this book and they have it like a month early. Cool. So I said, you know what? I will pick it up. I also get a discount because I'm a teacher. Hey, hey, hey. So I picked it up and yeah, I got the minifigure, which is cool. I was actually flipping through the book tonight, looking at all the, again, you know, it's a, it's a kid's book. So I'm just kind of flipping through, looking at all the pictures of the characters, and uh, they have pictures of all the vehicles and things like that. It's a pretty thorough uh, little encyclopedia of the DC Lego universe. Um, they even have a bunch of really nice pictures of all the Comic-Con exclusive figures, things like that. So that was kind of neat. <laughs> Look at um, these toys you'll never have. Yeah, I, well, that's basically what it is. <laughs> And um, one thing, though, that struck me, because it's, it's, it's pretty recent, it goes up to, it has uh, it has all the minifigures from uh, the, well, geez, it has the little Mighty Micro figures in there. It has all the figures from the uh, uh, Adam West Batcave. You know, it shows pictures of the, the Batcave and everything like that. Uh, but it does not have the Mr. Freeze figure in there. Hmm. It doesn't have the uh, 60s Mr. Freeze. Even though it has all the other 60s figures in there. So I threw the book away. Yes, you should. It's not complete. Threw it in the garbage. This is worthless to me. So so there you go. Scholastic Book Fair, that reminds me of uh, when I was growing up. And I mm-hmm. got the uh, Worlds of Power books. Oh, yeah, yeah. The uh, the the novelizations of NES games? Yep. Yes, indeed. Which ones did you have? Uh, I had Mega Man 2. Nice. Uh, I think that might have been the only one I actually had when I was a kid. Uh, Later on, I picked up all of them. Nice. Yeah, they're pretty fantastic. They are. Well, I mean, they're not. They're terrible. But (laughs) at the time, it was one of my favorite books. Oh, really? That's pretty great. The concept of them is pretty fantastic. I, um... Actually, back in the day, I you know uh, I I was I was sent one of them for free. I, I got the a copy of the Ninja Gaiden one for free uh, by answering a reader service card in uh, Video Games and Computer Entertainment magazine. Hmm. Yes, I. Uh, I'm guessing most people these days have no idea what a reader service card is. Um, or what a video game magazine is. Yeah, back in the day, there was these <laughs> things called magazines. They were on. They, they, it was kind of like a website on paper, if you can imagine such a thing. And uh, and this it's it's is what you read while you were going poop uh, back before there were iPhones. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was a there's a, a magazine back in the day called Video Games and Computer Entertainment. Great magazine. And. Every issue, uh, they included, there was a, a card in there, stapled in there, kind of like the subscription cards that you, you still see in, in magazines. Um, but it was a card, basically, uh, all the advertisements in the magazine uh, had numbers on them. They had special, like, reader service card numbers at the bottom of all the ads. And you would 
rip this card out of the magazine and you would go through and it had a list of all the ad numbers on the postcard and you would circle the the numbers of all the ads that interested you and you would mail it in and basically i mean it it was it was spam you were signing up for spam right to put it in in the modern uh parlance but uh what would happen is your name and address would be sent to all the advertisers that you expressed interest in. Uh, and but back in the day, what that would usually end up doing is they would they would send you advertisements, you know, adver, adver, advertorial uh, flyers in the mail, that sort of thing about new products. Uh, some. You know, some of the video game companies had their own newsletters, so they would sign you up for their own little bi-monthly or quarterly newsletters. Uh, but occasionally you would get, uh, uh, some, some product samples. Yeah, I got a really crappy, uh, uh, touch-based NES controller, uh, in the mail one time, thanks to a reader service ad. And show enough, I got a free copy of the Ninja Gaiden Worlds of Power book in the mail. Hmm. So that was my that was my experience with that back in the day. I did uh, a few years ago go on like eBay or or Half dot com or something, and I ended up buying a bunch of the old World of Power books for like a, a you know fifty cents each or something. Mm-hmm. So I have. I have most, if not all of them now, but... Uh, there's one in particular that's pretty hard to find slash expensive. Uh, I think it was the basis loaded one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do I have that one? I don't remember if I if I had that one. I I, uh, I, I bought them kind of before the whole retro game collector market sort of took off. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's when I bought all my... My NES collection was bought primarily back before, again, before the, the retro market took off and, and games became stupid expensive. Oh, yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, I can't remember if I have the bases loaded one or not. I think that was the last one, so it makes sense yeah. that that would be the hard-to-find one. Yeah. And it's a baseball. It's it's a like a, a narrative novel <laughs> based on bases loaded. So... I have no idea what that would be, uh, but uh, it's really funny to read that Metal Gear one uh, after playing through oh, the Metal yeah. Gear Solid games. Right? Holy! Mm. Hmm. <laughs> I just went to half dot com and uh, typed in the Worlds of Power bases loaded, and uh, huh? Let me go to eBay real quick. <laughs> Worlds of Power bases loaded. Uh, these are all the book. Uh, I'm not seeing any on on there. Let me go to Amazon. I want to get a price on this. Worlds of Power bases loaded. Huh. Now this is a weird price differential here. Now the the half dot com 
one that I saw is priced at $200. That's a little high. It's a little high. Uh, I'm on Amazon, and I see uh, one in... Oh. Oh, maybe I should buy this before the episode goes out. (laughs) (laughs) Used good. Used good. This I... Screw it. Two day one click. <laughs> I just I just ordered it. I ordered the one cheap copy on Amazon. They had a copy uh on Amazon that was like three bucks and change. It's pretty um, good. Yes. Uh it's in good condition. We'll see what that means. Uh, but uh the next cheapest copy uh is uh uh, $85. Yeah, that's about what. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. But anyway, I just, uh, yeah, I just ordered the one $3.42 version that is fulfilled by Amazon, so I even get free shipping on it. There you go. So as I have Prime used, good condition. We'll see how that goes. You lucked out. Uh yeah, yeah, looking at the uh, other prices, uh, this one is pretty pretty pricey. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so I guess I I guess I own that now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not just bases loaded; it's bases loaded two second season. Right. So, so yeah, all those unanswered questions you had from the first bases loaded, now we'll get to find out. What has become of all your favorite characters? Well, Basis Loaded 2 is the only book. It's like Star Wars. <laughs> you have to wait for the prequel. <laughs> uh, I, should, uh, I should get a hold of uh, Jellico, see if they uh, want to hire me to, to pen that uh, prequel. <laughs> <laughs> if Jellico even exists in any form these days. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, before we sign off, I want to talk about, uh, this article I found. What's that? I'm going to send it to you right now. Oh, please do. Uh, Brickset does a throwback Thursday and, uh, today we're recording on Thursday, March 10th. Uh, they did throwback Thursday to 1986. Ooh. And, uh, they have, uh, picture scans from the, uh catalog at oh, that time Oh man look at that and it's a yeah it's a real nostalgia trip nostalgia trip and yep there it is that would be 1986 that would put me in like fifth grade or sixth grade depending on what time of year but uh yep there's the space system i was i was still getting the the space system back in the day there was the town system, the space system, and the castle system, and I was uh, I was in whole hog on the space. Let me see here. Ah, uh, ah, uh, jeez, yep, I had a few of these. Um, set six nine five one, the robot command center. I had, and it was amazing. I always wanted that one, but yeah. I never got it. Yeah, it was basically just like a little mobile command center that was shaped like a big robot, had kind of ratchety, snake-like claw arms. The head was like a little command center that you could have a couple people sitting in, sort of manning computers. 
had these big just snapping jaw things on the sides. And it had little two little vehicles that would uh, be housed in the front of it that you could launch out of it. There was a little uh, wheeled ground vehicle and a little flying uh, scout ship that was amazingly cool. Yeah, what else? What about these? I also had the 6882, the walking astro grappler. Uh, let's see. I had the tiny little 6802 space probe. I had the 6872 lunar patrol craft. Uh, 6845, the cosmic charger. These are all kind of smaller, uh, flying vehicles. And, uh, one of my favorites from back in the day, I had 6820, the starfire one, which is, it's, it's just, it's a very small little, spaceship kind of scout ship looking thing but it was just a a really cool design and really cool color scheme Mm -hmm. and yeah oh snap i scrolled down and saw the second page the big set from here that i had set number six nine eight five the cosmic fleet voyager which was a massive spaceship 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 it was it's it's a spaceship 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 and it was friggin' amazing. I mean, I still have these. They're all in giant Tupperware tubs somewhere at my parents' house, just waiting to be reassembled. But uh, yeah, the big Cosmic Fleet Voyager ship. This is very long spaceship. Uh, the back end of it could detach and become like a little science uh, research center. And then the uh, the front of the ship could just fly away. So you could you know fly your scientists off to a planet ditch them with their uh, little research center and then go off exploring the galaxy. Mm -hmm. Such a great set. Oh, man. I always wanted uh, 6940, the uh, alien moon stalker. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That was, I I think a friend of mine had that. But yeah, it's kind of like an ADAT type design. And yeah, I think the, the legs could, you could kind of, you had to shift them by hand, but they could sort of shift and shuffle around and walk. Do you have any of these things, or uh, I had uh, in the castle? I had the six zero seven four Black Falcon's Fortress. Oh, nice! That's pretty cool. Yeah, those old castle sets were really neat. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Uh, I had some of the uh, smaller space ones as well. I had yeah. the uh, Astro Dasher. Yeah. Oh, nice! Uh, yeah. Did you have the Starfire one? I. Th- I don't think so. Uh, it's the best one. It's the best one. Don't fool yourself. Well, I, I really wanted the robot command center, though. The robot command center is freaking awesome. Man. It's a robot. One of these days, I need to just go back to my parents' house and ransack it and get all my old toys. And then have nowhere to put it. Yeah, and then <laughs> leave my family so I can live in a empty apartment that I just load up to look like my bedroom from 1985. <laughs> Yeesh. Uh, yeah, so this is a really cool throwback. That's awesome. Say. That's I, awesome. I recommend that uh, all LEGO fans check this out. Yes, please do. Uh, and I think that is a show. Cool. Uh, 
If you would like to reach us, you can do so on Twitter. We're at POA Podcast. Facebook, facebook.com slash points of articulation. Email POAPod at gmail.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. And while you're at iTunes, if you could leave us a review, that'd be great. And we're also on Stitcher Radio. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll talk to you later. Hey, everyone.